0: Hello Aries friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Aries June 2021 Astrology Must-Knows. June is one of the most active astrological months of the whole year. We've got something I'm calling the Quad Boom. We've got four major factors making this month super busy and I've got 10 major must-knows for the Quad Boom. But first, I want to talk about a bunch of stuff very specific for Aries placements. So, Two admin notes to help you make the most of this video. One is that this is for you if Aries is your sun sign, but this video is also for you if Aries is your moon sign, Aries is your rising sign, like me, or even your Mercury, Venus, Mars, whatever placements you watch for. I always hope that I can coax some of you into going deeper into your chart by looking for how to run a free birth chart online, seeing if you have more Aries placements, looking at the degrees so you can use the information that I give you each month in a deeper way. Okay. The second thing is if you're a late Aries placement, so like if your birthday is from April 11th through the rest of the sign, <clears throat> or if your degree is like between 20 and 29 degrees, I also recommend that you watch my Taurus videos. So watch Aries and Taurus for you late degree placements because your read is more complex. Okay, so what do we have going on? We have continued movement through Gemini, which is always a good thing for Aries because that Gemini movement makes a 60 degree angle, which is one of the most favorable in all of astrology. And it brings opportunities. It's those ingredients on a counter aspect that I always talk about where it brings something to you, but it's something you actually have to do something with, like you make the peach pie with the ingredients on the counter. That's what I always like to make with the ingredients on the counter, right? So. In any case, you're going to have a lot of potentials to make a lot of pies this month. This is going to be one of the busiest months of the whole year. So dizzying that you're not even going to know, really. Aries people are usually busy anyway, right, because we get bored easily, but this time is just going to spin your mind. But most of the aspects are super positive for you, so I'm hoping that a lot of stuff is manifesting for you that are things that you've been wanting, okay? And so as the the movement through the sign of Gemini, remember when we have Aries placements, we have what's called a natural chart. A natural chart places all of the signs in the houses that they also rule, okay? So when that happens, that means that's part of why being in Aries is so intense and why Aries people are so intense is because everything is just like intensified. So when we have planets moving through the sign of Gemini, we also have planets moving through the house of Gemini, which means that everything about Gemini is supercharged. And everything about Gemini has to do with your communication if you are a writer or want to be yay super support here publishing editing any kind of prolific expression whether whatever that is unique for you can be rolling at this time and your creativity is going to be supercharged because now Mars is also going to get into your um, house of creativity and make a beautiful trine. We'll get back to Mars later, but there's just so many things going on that support your creativity, support your writing, might keep you super inspired, and also might get you on the move, which is something else that Aries people tend to like. You might find yourself traveling. I don't know what's gonna be going on in the world uh, or what's going to be going on in your own locale, but I can tell you from the charts perspective, this busyness often, is related to physical movement, okay? So driving places, um, information coming in, information going out, and you often having to do something with that. Now, this could turn out to be completely virtual for certain people in certain circumstances or depending on what's going on in the world. But if there's any chance for mobility to be increased, and that's like allowed where we are or whatever's going on, the chance for great physical mobility is very high. Driving all over the place, could be flying all over the place, you could be planning other trips, you could be preparing for a trip, your travel sector, your cars, you know, anything even like paying your car off or getting a new car or something like that could happen at this time. Now, if you are purposely going to buy a new car, it's better, I think, unless you're intuitively feeling otherwise and something presents that you have to follow, doing that paperwork either like in the first part of May or like in July might be better because the aspects with Mercury retrograde can confuse things with, um, with agreements or purchases. But if something just comes to you and it feels right and it's falling into your lap, you don't have to stop it, you know? So you're definitely going to be talking to people a lot more, communicating with people, and like I said about the information, like information overload like crazy, information coming in, information going out, plans being made or attempted plans being made. Now, there is this element of confusion and indecision you might have so many options that you don't know what to take of them, and you might have so many things swirling around as possibilities that you don't know which ones to activate. And if that happens, the energy should probably start to clear towards the end of June. It will start lightening up, and then into July and August will be a much easier time to start making plans again, because the Mercury retrograde cloud and the intensity of the eclipses might be a little bit you know, confusing, and you might not have all the information that you need to make the decisions yet. Unless the is being made for you, then you just have to go with the flow. Okay, so things involving your um, relatives. Any relatives of your family are coming up in a major way. Anything having to do with your home and housing and real estate coming up in a major way. As the planets move into Cancer, and we still have Mars moving through Cancer at this time, This is putting attention on your house. Your house, you know, repairs, moving, many people will get restless to move. And if you're one of those people, then this could be an amazing time to look at the possibilities. If you have to move in June, remember about those things with agreements and Mercury retrograde kind of leaning towards shorter term agreements. You wanna try to keep flexibility in any moves that you make because more information is going to come in and you might do something a little bit differently. Um, once that information does come in, so like bridge agreements, you know, bridge flexible, a few month ag- arrangement until the the energy clears, and then you can start to get something more permanent. If you're not moving, you might find that you're gung ho on fixing up your house or um, buying or selling homes or anything with real estate or home based business is supercharged at this time. Okay, so as Mars moves into Leo, it's going to start trining. Our Aries placements okay so um, that means for June and July every one of us Aries placements is going to get a kiss from Mars and a kiss from Mars can look like boosted ambition ambition that's realized into something very actively created it could be motivation it could be creativity that's completely supercharged or prolific expression it can also have to do with because of the house and the, the sign it's moving through children you could have wonderful experiences with your kids or make some headway with something if, if one of your kids needs something or if you're trying to have a baby this is a super fertile time for you if you're not trying to have a baby it's still a super fertile time for you so just watch out there. But anything like your bucket list, you might start crossing things off your bucket list at this time. June and July, things you've been wanting to do can just be happening, and plans can be made for more bucket list things to be crossed off. And hidden talents. This period of time, you might start to get interested in taking classes in different things and trying different things on like that, and it's an amazing time for that, and you might find that you're really good at something that you've never done prior. So this is, it's a really, really cool time. Now, there is this coinciding theme that might put a damper on some of these nice fiery energies with all the cancer placements because historically, and you will know this, you know, if you look back into the past, when the planets are moving through cancer, like definitely the end of June, July, and um, it's been starting a little bit early here because Mars has been moving through Cancer for the months before that time. But if you notice, every time of this, you know, um, at that time of the year, things happen with your houses, things happen with your family. Sometimes there's dramas. Sometimes there are wonderful times with your family. But some, but it's emotional. It could be bittersweet. It can be wonderful. But there, there's some. It's it's water, you know, and we're fire. So it's like that. So it could also help you to fine tune your efforts and on those fronts, Jupiter's also going retrograde. So ambitions might start getting dialed back. And for Aries people, I think this is an amazing thing because it's hard to be on 150% all the time, full throttle all the time. And it's hard on our body systems and hard on everything. And when Mercury goes into retrograde, Jupiter goes into retrograde, we kind of have this license to relax. So if you can take vacations, in June, in July, where you don't, you can take a break from your agendas and your missions and your things that you're trying to push forth and your things that you're spearheading. This is an amazing time to just enjoy the things that you've already created and just kind of take down the pace a little bit and relax and do some things that are really fun for you, knowing that the energies are not necessarily um, You might not be as ambitious, and you might think there's something wrong with you because you're not feeling that way. Now, there are going to be some people that feel a little bit more ambitious and then get extra productive, and you have to follow that too, but the way that it would work would mean that you're inspired, and then you're doing things, and they're happening easily. If you're trying to do things, and they're not happening easily, that might be your indication that it's time to dial it back. Okay, so besides this third house being accentuated with all of the Gemini placements, we also have an eclipse. Okay, so that could mean life changing things occur regarding your mobility or regarding your education, finding the perfect program, graduating, getting into your line of work, publishing something. Um, could also mean that something goes on with you and you're locating, and like for some people, by locating, like living in two different places um, and that that could start activating in a bigger way or just travel for work or something like that could start to pick up. But the eclipses could also bring life-changing circumstances For um, family members, you have to be more careful when you're driving and things like that. I actually have a whole video on the things to watch out for with eclipses in Gemini, and this video is doubly important for Aries because like I described, it's not only in the sign, it's also in the house that this eclipse is happening. So look for eclipses in Gemini, Annie Botticelli, or go to my homepage and look at the eclipse playlist and find it there. I also suggest that if your birthday is like April 3rd through the rest of the sign or your degrees, or like 13 degrees through the rest of the sign, that you also watch my eclipses in Taurus video because from the Placidus perspective, there's the whole house perspective which will have the eclipse in the third house for all Aries, and that, that's true on, on one level. Now on another level, in the Placidus level, for those in the April 3rd and later, or April 13th, or uh, I mean April 3rd or later, or 13 degree placements and later, your eclipse energies could drop back directly into the second house or be on the line between the second and third house, which brings the energy into the second house. So you'll want to understand the implications of the eclipse in Taurus because that's your money house. So watch my video, Eclipses in Taurus. Okay, so now let's talk about Jupiter. Jupiter has been moving through Aquarius, which again is super amazing for Aries. It's a really great time to be in Aries in a lot of ways because Saturn is making sweet aspects for us, Jupiter's making sweet aspects for us, but at the time now when Jupiter pops into Pisces and then is going to go retrograde and kind of chill out in Pisces a little bit, it's giving us some whispers about what's going to be coming in 2022 as Jupiter gets fully into Pisces, okay? But you'll start to see some of the following things. And all of you will see this, but those of you who are in the March um, birthdays or like zero to nine or so degrees, this will be even stronger for you, but it's still relevant for the rest of the Aries placements. Increases to your intuition increases to your desire for some solitude and creating a sacred quiet space, Um, an increased um, focus on your um, unconscious mind and using it for manifestation and healing. Also things like in the archives, like your, your genetics as it relates to your health, your ancestry, anything having to do with the cosmic soup, past life stuff, you know, your dream time, working with your dream time, your dreams might become more vivid. So as Jupiter is in Pisces and then retrograde in Pisces, it's starting to bring these energies of like that quiet, the solitude, the Piscean zone, your creativity from a you know, an artistic perspective. You might start getting dialed in with um, channeling information from different dimensions or connecting with loved ones. You might have a visit from um, some loved ones in your dream time, things like that. Now, in general, Aquarius is very much, and Jupiter and Aquarius, that storyline is still very current because Jupiter's not moving far enough away from Aquarius for it not also to be affecting Aquarius. So I have a whole other video on that. All of these pieces of information have so many details to them that I can't put it all in one video. So I made separate videos. So if you watch my video called Jupiter in Aquarius for Aries, which you can search for organically, or you can look on my um, homepage for the playlist, that's going to tell you what the heck Jupiter's doing in the 11th house, how you can make the most of it and the kinds of things you might tend to see. It increases to your, or like topics of your friendships and your tribe and your internet-based businesses. All of that stuff might seem like it's, either taking a halt or coming back into the picture, because as Jupiter goes in retrograde, whatever was going on before with your friendships and your acquaintances and your groups and your internet stuff, you know, something different might happen with it, and it's going to bring it fuller into focus. So we've got all those things going on. Now, if you would like to have a write-up of all the sweet dates, the salty dates, all the aspects of the month that are notable, what they are, what you can expect from them delivered to your inbox one month early, go to anniehelpsyou.com. It will say, dear friend, and have a room for your name and your email address. You just sign up for free there. You can get access to the archives of anything I've sent already. You can get my 2021 Happy Scopes, which gives you a little sneak peek into what to watch out for, what to celebrate, and how to make lemonade for each of the months ahead for the whole rest of 2021. Super early sneak peek. So you can get that at anniehelpsyou.com. Now I want to give you 10 more must knows. Okay, so let's get deeper into the astrology of June 2021 by talking about 10 must knows that are influenced from this quadruple boom. Mercury retrograde in Gemini, solar eclipse in Gemini, Saturn square Uranus, and Jupiter in retrograde. When Mercury is in retrograde, plans and things that, other things that seem certain will be cast into uncertainty or tested. This is just something that we see every Mercury retrograde season, and this season basically started May 15th when we entered the shadow period of Mercury retrograde. The actual retrograde is May 29th through June 22nd, and the post-shadow period runs until July 7th. So during this time, the biggest must-know is to be flexible and go with the flow. This can be an amazing time for things to gel in wonderful ways, but when we try to force things or try to hold too tight to an old framework, it definitely causes complications and stress. You've got to double-check and check plans. Miscommunications could abound, so you have to be more careful with your words and careful with everything that you do there is going to be a drive to distractedness. So just keeping awareness can help offset many issues. It's easier to not try to plan things for this time, but if you have to, just know that those plans may be called into question or they might change. And the same goes for agreements. Anything that you agree to now is likely to change, so just try to keep that flexibility in those arrangements. Okay, so on the topic of the eclipse, we've got quite a few must-knows here. The dramatic eclipse news is going to continue. You likely have seen this starting in April and May, and we have it continued here in June. So these eclipses bring surprise trajectory shifts, powerful endings, and exciting new beginnings. So in the month of June, we'll be feeling the effects still of the eclipse from May and this june 10th eclipse at almost 20 degrees of gemini so a big must know for this time is to go in with a willingness to let go of what's leaving and to be excited about what new energies will be coming in to fill that space okay so another must know is that the eclipses are connected to the north and south node placements which are linked to our karma and dharma So the must-know here is to know that your routine and the whole matrix and framework of your life patterns are likely going to radically change. You'll have major karma melting off, which will reveal new opportunities that couldn't have been imagined before. So that's something very exciting about eclipse time. You can see the fulfillment of life dreams and the gifts and blocks that you um, were born into can be enhanced or broken through at this time. So you can step into gifts that you were born with, And you can burn off blocks that you were born with as well, as this call to your highest destiny gets very loud and the heaviness of karmic storylines can start to melt away. Another must know about the eclipses is that it's very important to dare to dream and dare to believe that things can really change while at the same time being willing and vigilant looking for ways you can take an active role in creating those changes from the inside out. We are greeted by our unconscious belief systems very strongly at eclipse times. So fears and things that we've been holding on to may come to our faces, come up to our faces to get challenged. And the more we make the decision to break through, the more we can open up for our new experiences. Okay, so since eclipse season coincides with Mercury retrograde now, there are going to be key people and key situations and key projects from the past that are re emerging as very relevant. So the must know here is that if there's someone you've been waiting to connect with or hoping to connect with or thinking about connecting with or someone who's contacted you from the past or something else that's come up from the past, give those things from the past extra focus at this time because it could be destiny knocking. And people and places even, going back to old places you've been, can hold keys to your highest purpose and can also hold keys to closing up old stories and being able to step out of old patterns. Okay, so another must know here is that new information can seem to come in daily. This is why the combination of the eclipse time and the combination of the retrograde time put us into this spider Situation that I often talk about where the spider has made its web during the more active times. And now in the eclipse and retrograde time, you just sort of wait and watch to see what shows up in your web rather than actively trying to make more webs or, um, you know, do anything other than sort of watch, observe, take in. You are going to have time coming soon to really have the clarity about what to do with the things that come in, but that time won't come until after July 7th. So basically July 8th through September 7th, this is a major must know. June is not the time when you're likely going to have clarity because more information is coming in sometimes every day. Okay, so July 8th through September 7th is the next window for forging forward and having more clarity about um, what you're going to do with the decisions, you know, that have come before you. And if you have to make an agreement or an arrangement in June, try for a bridge or temporary arrangements that give you a little bit of time for the fog to clear from these aspects before you make the more permanent, um, permanent decisions or permanent plans or agreements. Okay, so Saturn and Uranus square, this is the uh, second of three passes. We had the first in February, the second one is in June, and then we have the third one in December. Um, This is a very powerful transit that is affecting us on the major world global levels down to the individual levels. You know, weather and earth changes and political changes and changes to our systems and our structures and every aspect of our lives down from, you know, the global down to the individual, um, you know, is being affected by these outer aspects. So I've actually done a a whole separate video on this which you can search for if you just search for Saturn square Uranus video YouTube Annie Botticelli it will come up and I'll go into lots more details there but basically this is a clash of the subjective definitions of freedom and accountability on the individual community world levels so big must know here is to ask the questions about your life that will bring you more joy and personal freedom Ask the question, what does freedom mean to you and how can you have more of it? And how can you be more accountable for your life and your your circumstances? Big question here, are you willing to own your creations as coming from the inside rather than something just happening to you? And this is, you know, this is the time where our perceptual framework can really change how we see ourselves. And we've got amazing possibilities for stepping out of the experience of victimhood, which means that we feel like something is happening to us. And we step into empowerment, knowing that regardless of circumstances, we can shift our life's experience. Okay. So, Saturn Uranus square, big times, and we've got hot spots in like the six ish weeks before and after these clashes. so that that's basically covered you know most of the year so far, and then we have a little bit of you know kind of um, wearing off of the energies in between each hit of February, June, and December, but it's still active and present as a long-term theme. Okay, so this Saturn-Uranus is going on the whole year. Okay, so then we've got Jupiter retrograde. Jupiter goes retrograde for about four months every year. We've got it retrograde here from June 20th through October 17th. This is a time when big plans, big ideals, big dreams, expansion moves more to the backdrop. Backdrop in many cases where it's not as out there and it's more closer in and certain things may seem like they're um, slowing down or they're wearing off. Or, you know, things that you've been trying to work on could start losing steam, but just know that they're not necessarily, they're just going into the backdrop to be worked on and you can continue the forward movement. It just might not be as obvious in the outer planes and that this is a time to fine tune your, um, organization and tend to the necessary details that are, um, the core of your big dreams. So basically if you've overextended yourself, This is a time when you pull back in and you see what things are absolutely necessary, get down to the bare bones so that you can really put all of your power behind the things that are going to make your dreams a reality. And some people might actually see um, past efforts that were done flowing and manifesting with magical ease where you're barely having to do anything and things are showing up. Okay, so the last thing is a bonus here. So besides our quad boom, we've got all of these outer planets in Aquarius and Uranus in Taurus. It's bringing up the topic of pollution and toxins and disease, the issues and the solutions. Um, Aquarius rules the lymphatics of our body and Taurus is definitely related to our food supply and agriculture, which is directly related, you know, affected by the droughts and the storms and the toxins. So the big must-know here is cleaning up our diets and lifestyle Are going to protect as issues with toxins and disease stay front and center for a long time to come. So, that's again, you know, something empowering that we can do is keep our vibrant health up that will make us less susceptible to disease and to, you know, support our body systems to clear out the toxins. Um, you know, be be nice to your liver, clear out your, um, your body, because there's always this direct interface between our physicality and the stars. And so the stars have these aspects and they send us messages and they create situations that bring things into the forefront. So the importance of us cleaning up our personal space is shown by this, you know, microcosmic or um, this micro, um, you know, this situation basically where the inside is outside and the outside is inside. So when we're looking at the environment being a reflection of our inner environment, sometimes we can't control everything outside of ourselves, but we can make different decisions for our inner climate and our inner environment.